This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning your day or your entire life all over again, only this time with a loving God at the center. We hope you experience joy from listening and find yourself <laughs> laughing and living it up on the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their Facebook page at Living It Up Beginning Again or their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey, everybody. This is Monday, and we're really excited to have uh, you with us today with this topic we have for the podcast. It's called A Simple Thanks Will Do. And you know, it's hot outside. You know, sometimes I don't really feel like saying thanks. Yeah, well, sometimes, you know, when it's 107 outside, especially here in, in Texas, um, you know, you're hot and it's humid. And so, you know, you don't have on your, your thank you hat, uh, you know, sometimes. But in the Old Testament, in the book of Psalms, uh, 107, it says, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Even when it's 107 degrees outside. That's right. Well, the other day, uh, Teresa and I were just driving down the street. And uh, to, our, to our destination where we're traveling to, and we just turned off the radio, and we rolled down the windows, and we just started thanking God for everything we saw. We thought we thanked Him for the bird outside. We thanked Him for the the trees. We thanked Him for everything that we came across. And I tell you, man, it was it was liberating. It was awesome. You know, the problem actually was was that all the conditions were right for the stress and to appear in our car. If anything unexpected were to happen, because we were trying to get to where we were going on time, so we've learned through experience as insurance to be grateful, to have a grateful heart, so that when times like that come, we can work our way out of it instead of giving into it. So that's what we did. We just started thanking him, thanking him for, you know, all the things that were going on. Yeah. And instead of the, you know, the heat and humidity filling the car, it, it started being filled up with joy. And I know years ago before I was saved, um, before I knew uh, Jesus, I mean, I, I didn't, my gosh, I'd be complaining the whole time, mm-hmm. you know. What's there to be thankful for, you know? Well, just be thankful that it is hot, that you're able to feel the heat on your face. And, you know, and when you have that kind of joy, you can call up on it at any time. To me, the difference in that and fun is, fun is fleeting. Let's go have some fun. Let's go do this and let's go have some fun. But for me, when I discovered the joy that was within me that was given to me by the Holy Spirit, I can count on that joy all the time. I, you know, I have to remind myself to, to go to it, mm-hmm. but it's steady. It's stable. Fun is up and down. When you have the joy of the Lord, it is all the time. That's right. I mean, it's not that uh, horrible F word we talk about, feelings. Excuse me. I didn't know what you were going to say. <laughs> but, you know, the feelings, you know, is, is so fleeting. But the joy of the Lord is is, is steady. It's and, constant. And again, we were we were saying thank you for breaking the clouds in this intense heat. Thank you for the home that we know we have in heaven that's free from these Texas summers. Uh, thank you for the vehicle that we're driving, the coffee we were drinking, and the love we have for each other and His love for us. The the cool breeze from the air conditioner after we rolled the windows up and. 
the policeman that we saw that was stopping someone besides you, honey, that was <laughs> that was so nice. You know, that by the way, nice. I've been to defensive driving so many times. They call my name whether I'm there or not. <laughs> that's embarrassing, honey. <laughs> Thanks for including that on our podcast, honey. That's not, not <laughs> trying to lead by example here, but you know, I am human. That's true, and that's that's funny. And which one of us has gotten stopped recently? Who? Wonder. Which one? Oh, yes. Yes. And I'm doing much better. I'm trying to follow the speed limits as, as, uh, as best I can. And, and uh, you know, that's being obedient to God. And so I need to follow the speed limit more because I had a little altercation and I had to get a ticket for speeding. And, and I hadn't had one in a long time. So, um, but wearing your seatbelt and doing things like that, I mean, that's another way of showing God you're thankful as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to realize that. Anyway, so back to that time of uh, just being grateful. Um, all of a sudden, we really sense the atmosphere just just filling with joy. Yeah. And uh, we were just being blessed, really. That's what was going on, that God, um, with our simple, genuine, heartfelt thankfulness, was responding back to us by making his presence known to us. Yeah, and also in the, in the, in the book of, the, uh, of Psalms and the Old Testament, and thy presence is fullness of joy. Now, honey, some people out there may be thinking, I've heard that, and I, I just don't understand how to experience God's presence. Hmm. Now, with you um, having come from where you've come in a, in a pretty hard life, mm-hmm. really, you've had a, a pretty hard life, but you've done very well. You had a good mom. Yeah, I'm going to tribute her. Um, God rest her soul. Mm-hmm. Why don't you kind of share what, what when you heard that as an unsaved person that was not working, walking with God, when you heard someone talk about God's presence, did it seem weird to you? Were you longing for it? It seemed weird to me. And if you're if you're not, you know, uh, if you're not a believer, you know, in Christ, this may sound uh, sometimes very weird to you as well. Um, you know, I listening to a pastor one time, and he said that what will turn off people the most about Christ is Christians. <laughs> you know, and so we have to be real careful, real careful, careful, careful. Excuse, sorry. That comes from uh, not being able to pronounce my R's when I was six <laughs> and stuttering. That's another thing God's delivered me from is stuttering. And every once in a while you might hear me do that, but it's just because I get excited. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, if you're not real careful, you know, you'll, uh, you'll turn off people to, to the gospel. Um, you know, you turn on some TV shows or what have you, and they're screaming at the TV and this and that. And I'm not judging them, but and for my personal, um, the way I am, it, it turned me off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't want to be screamed at. I wanted to be told that I was loved. I wanted to be told that I was accepted. I didn't want a screaming God. I want a loving God. And so because I didn't see it, I ran. And I ran for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. So anyway, that the presence of the Lord, it's one of those things where if if you're not if you've never experienced it, it's kind of hard to tell you. Mm-hmm. And we want everybody to experience God exactly. that way. And you know, you hear stories of people that had near-death experiences, mm-hmm. or I didn't learn about the presence of God until I went through a divorce, or I didn't know until I got really sick, and that's when I understood it. It doesn't have to be that way. The key to it is asking with a sincere heart. 
Right. With a genuine, sincere heart to experience God's presence, and you can. It's not hard, but it's all about the heart. It's not hard, it's about the heart. And if your heart is hard, it's going to be difficult. You know, and that also, that definitely included God. I, I did not want Him uh, in my life, the God that I knew. For me, I was so full of religion. Mm-hmm. I was so full of doing things a certain way. I was following tradition. There was no room for me to even consider that that kind of thing that I would have termed as weird. And then uh, when I became humble, not <laughs> on my own accord, but was knocked to my knees through some a devastating uh, life experience we'll call divorce, um, things changed for me and my heart became open. And I realized, you know, that that there was more to life than what was going on. And I was seeing people that were not in my particular religion that were a lot more happier than me. So that experience broke my heart open. And once that happened and I was able to see people as not being weird, I started seeking. I thought, I want what they have. Mm -hmm. Well, also, you you know, years ago... Uh, on February 20th uh, is when I gave my life to Christ. And my life completely changed, radically changed, you know, 360, you know. And But he really showed his presence to me uh, shortly thereafter. And what I, what, I mean, what I mean by that is I was folding clothes by my bed and then uh, he baptized me in the Holy Spirit and and what I mean by that, when he does that, he, he really shows his presence to you. I was praising his name for who he is and that thank you for loving me. And, you know, it says in, in Psalms, the book of Psalms also, enter his courts with praise and he will show himself to you. And so it really wasn't something that he did to you. It's something he did for you. Right. And I, I know with me, I would always use these words that, made God seem like he was trying to make me do something or make me be something. No, no. He's not like that. God leads. His Holy Spirit guides, directs us. Right. You know, he's not up there like the, the the man in the sky with the long white beard just waiting to strike us down. Right. He leads us gently. Well, he gives you a choice. And After that. Right. Exactly. And so, you know, he, he very lightly touched me on my shoulders, very lightly leaned in and whispered in my ear how much he loves me. And that broke me. I went to my knees and I cried for hours by my bed and thanking him and praising him and and that he saved my life. So we're coming at this from two perspectives. Mm -hmm. I experienced, learned to experience God's presence the hard way through some very mm-hmm. horrible life experiences, you experience God's presence for the first time that you were aware of in your bedroom. Right. So we can't say one size fits all. No. I mean, it's... It's all about the heart. Yeah, it's, 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 it's an individual, personal relationship you have with Jesus that you're going to be affected. Your, your, your experience and your presence with God will be different than the next person's or the next person's. We're all different, just like our fingerprints. Not one fingerprint ever has been the same, ever. Now, can you imagine that? That's God's presence. He loves us so much that he gave us all different fingerprints. Mm -hmm. There have been billions.
millions of people in this world. Not one has had a single fingerprint alike. And also, I don't believe one person had had the same salvation experience. Neither. It's all personal. It is. And it, but the, the, the one thing that we both have in common here is we have the same thing in our chest, and that's a heart. Right. And the conditions of our hearts were the same. They were open yes. and ready. That's right. And again, it, you can just ask him. In your car, you can yeah. ask him why you're running right now. But if your heart is ready. Yes. You know, and I really want you to do me a favor, you know, today, especially if you don't know Jesus or if you're having a hard time um, just getting to know him. I want you to get pride and I want you to get anger and human logic and throw it out your window. Okay? We can't have those. Okay? If we're going to have that presence with God. You got to let pride go. You got to let anger go. You got to let human logic go. Just like I said earlier, someone says, you know, how does it feel to have the presence of God? I don't know. I can't tell you that. But you can experience it yourself. And here's what you do. That's right. In my opinion, this is all about the will. That's right. It is. And sometimes I have found that I need to work myself into a, a better way. And that is just by doing something maybe that I don't feel like doing. Right. But that I know is good, that I know is right for me. And I can do that. And it's a, just a matter of time. Yes. Just a matter of time. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, we're thankful for our silly dogs. You know, just to have them in our lives. You know, it, we just say, thank you, God. You know, for giving us some little humor every single day we wake up. You know, it's just something, it doesn't have to be monumental to make you joyful. Just waking up in the morning and knowing God is looking at you and saying, I made you just the way you are. Love yourself because he really loves you. You know, try giving thanks for the little things. Just the little things, okay? And and also in the New Testament, in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it says, Give thanks in all circumstances, right, honey? Mm -hmm. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I know that sounds impossible, but again, it just goes back to the will. Just dying to my will, if I just realize I know that I know that I know, if I will only do that, I'll... I will feel better. That's right. I have to make up my mind and go against, you know, what my flesh is saying is, you don't have anything to be grateful for. You have nothing to be thankful for. Oh, yes, I do. Are you breathing? Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> and find it and go there. And the more you do it, the more it's like, wow, I'm just grateful for this cup of coffee. Wow, I'm grateful that I can walk. I'm grateful that I can see. I'm grateful that I have the mind of Christ. And you can get into some serious things, and then his presence will just invade the room. Right. And we know it's tough out there right now. My goodness. We're yes. not trying to minimize anybody's pain, suffering, hardships right now. But it starts there. Just start being thankful because so much of that depends on us, where we are in these circumstances, and how quickly we're going to get beyond them. Right. And, you know, honey, I, I'm just thankful today that we have the opportunity that if you don't know Jesus and if, you, and if you've never given your life to him or 
you have in the past and you've just walked away for you to be thankful for Jesus. And so if you would just, uh, wherever you're at, if you're driving, please don't bow your head. <laughs> but wherever you're at, just, just say this little prayer, okay? Lord Jesus, thank you for this time we've had today with all these awesome people that have tuned in. And Father God, if they don't know you or if they have walked away from you for some reason in their life, we pray they pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, come into my life. I believe that you were crucified. You died for my sins, and my sins are forgiven. Thank you, Lord. And from this day forward, I give my life to you. In Jesus' holy name, amen. You know what? We want to know that you did that. That's right. Email us at info at livingitup.org. Mm -hmm. Go to our website, and prayerfully you'll find something there to encourage you. But we want to create community on our website. We want to pray for you. We want to tell the world, you know, about your experience and what happened today when things turned for you, if they did. And if they haven't, don't. Don't give up because God will do that within you when you're ready. And he is the only one that knows that perfect time. His timing is always perfect. And we just want you to know that we are humbled and honored that you took the time because that is your most precious commodity and given it to us for this little spot in your your driving time or running time or whatever you're doing and sure. to listen to, to us. And we just want to say, don't forget, be thankful. And live it up. Yes.